You're listening to episode number 309 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And don't forget, 360 Vegas Vacation 9 will be over Labor Day weekend, September 1st through the 3rd. RSVP is now available to all. On the blog, it's under the tab 360 Vegas Vacation. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Campbell. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> about having an intro conversation? Yeah, I, well, I was too busy. I was like, where is that? I, didn't, I don't see that in the script. Where the hell did that go? Where, where, just make this up on the fly, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you wrote that. The fact that he got stumbled at the end means yeah. you probably wrote you it. You did. It's in there. Yeah. I can see it. I vouch for Tony. <laughs> it's, and it's my it's my own it's my own fault for my own karma for having a, a goofy joke that I was going to start the show with, being that we are going to go see Jimmy Eat World tonight. So none of his, none of his rambly bullshit was was to be had as my heart slowly broke, and the, <laughs> we we were delayed. 40 some minutes because that wasn't the problem is yeah. rambly bullshit wasn't the problem no. we couldn't get the goddamn connection to work with right. his mic and some Mike sound and issues and yeah this. so there you are Carmel. over here so i apologize to our listeners that you're not going to get all of the awesome toniness that i got quite a few amazing baritoniness uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both uh Phil and Roger both reached out to me individually, and they loved the closing of last week's podcast. <laughs> Phil even said, you know, you know, I was picking my kid up from school. I figured, you know, they've got two minutes left. They're going to say their goodbyes. Everything will be on the up and up. And then you dropped the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so... I can't guarantee. I, I probably hey, will do the same thing tonight. Phil should know better. Every how many times has he told us a story about when he's his kids are in the car or he's picking them up and and he's listening to the show with his kids in the car. Don't do that. Well, and you we, never know what's going to happen. And we say it all the time to Patreon listeners, but I mean, maybe we need to reiterate that we do give you exclusive stuff all the time. Like anytime you see us tweet that you've got bonus content or whatever. Yeah, it could be anywhere in that show. I mean, that's where you're going to start to hear us just drop in stuff that, for the hell of it, because we're, like, the free show's got commercials now. Right. We're, we're just running straight up commercials. So, like, there's, it's easy to cut now. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, we got extra shit. Like, oh, we'll just grab that and throw it at the end. That's great. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not, it's not nearly the annoyance, like, 
oh, it was gold, but that's going to be at least an hour to deal with. Like, I figured the easy way out. I'm not worried about yeah. it now. Just, just a lesson, Phil, is just don't listen to the show with your kids in the car. <laughs> really don't. Well, for sake of time, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And always, we start with Random Vegas. The exterior sign for the Moulin Rouge Hotel was designed by Betty Willis, creator of the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign on the South Strip. Got that from SinCityTalk.com. Somehow I knew that. I, I don't know how. I'm sure you told me that at some point in time, but I, I actually read that and went, oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's that seems to be the favorite factoid at the, at the uh, Neon Museum. There's kind of like, oh, you know, the Moulin Rouge was created, but most people don't know what the Moulin Rouge is. Like, I don't believe you. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody came here, I, I'm pretty sure they knew about the Moulin Rouge. I could, I, I could be wrong. They work there on a daily fucking basis, but they, <laughs> it, it, with as eager as they are to share that information with you, like, oh yeah, I'm familiar with the Moulin. Oh yeah, you know, do you know the sign that they made of like, just calm the, like they're just dying <laughs> to talk to somebody. So. They're dying to talk to people like you that actually dig Las Vegas history. Yeah, well, it's funny because... They can't, they can't read the crowd, I'll tell you that No, much. they can't, because every time we've gone and they're like, oh, you know, are, are, where are you from? And we're like, well, we're from here. And they're like, oh, but do you know about this? I'm like, yeah, he, he kind of knows all the, the yeah, Vegas history. Like, and they just keep outdo anything like, you can do, challenging gonna, him yeah. and throwing stuff out at him. And you can just see the look. You know how Mark gets that look on his face <laughs> when he's like... And I'm I start really, moving away. Right. He starts walking away. Oh, they follow him. They just keep talking to him. And it's just, it, it's funny. They can't, they cannot read. I don't know if they're trying to like one up him and prove that they know more than he does or something, but it's really like, there's, I haven't found a good way to avoid it. Cause I don't want to say yes, we're, oh no, tell me, no, I don't know anything about it because then they will talk. But when you say, no, I know. Have you, have you seen the preview for Then There's You? I think is what it is. It's the girl that plays Arya from, uh, yeah, I'm sure I mispronounced that, um, in, uh, in Game of Thrones. She's uh, a cancer patient. She meets this other guy. Um, no. and, or, so the, so the, the joke that she makes in there is she's like, you know, let's skip school. And he's like, no, we can't skip school. They're like, we have cancer. Like, it's, it's like people are walking right past and she goes, I have cancer. She's like, more times out of not, I get money out of that <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and that's kind of where I'm at with, with that situation now, where if, if they can't get the hint, like, I'll just, I'll just have to make it as clear as possible. Like, I got to be honest with you, I deal with anxiety, and, like, coming out is, is a really scary thing to me. And the more you talk to me, the more I'm about to have a panic attack. It doesn't have to be real, but I'm like, you pushed it. You forced the situation. Like, I, like it's fucking, like, anybody at Vegas Vacations have been like, Mark, does, are you all right, man? Are you all right? Like, it, like I am, I don't, I, I, I have no fucking poker face is the point. Like, if no, I'm, you don't. If I'm annoyed. Yes. It's really fucking obvious. Yes. So if you're not picking up on it, you're making a choice the, not to pick the on problem it. Is, so now I have to just embarrassingly attack. No, I think the other the other issue is a lot of people don't know you as well as I do. And so your face, they don't necessarily know that you're annoyed. They think that you're pissed off or angry. <laughs> and so the, that's why that kind of like people are like, you're right. And it's it's a different thing. So it's not. Yeah. It's, people don't know you as well as some of us do. Uh, yes, but still, uh, I, I still think I don't. I don't think there's ever been a time when. All right, never mind. Yeah, I, I got the pissed off face now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Especially if I'm if if I'm deep in thought. Yeah, yeah. that's usually that was my. You have you have a resting bitch resting face. Best, yeah. Only yours is a resting asshole face. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Listen, something that is neither a bitch nor an asshole picture <laughs> is the twit pick of the week. And you thought snow was pretty where you live. Thank you at rtphotos underscore for capturing this magical moment for future generations to discover and fall in love with. It's so good that it doesn't look real. Snow basking in the glow of the strip at night, making it difficult to ascertain what is frozen precipitation and what are stars in the night sky. Being a part of this vision must have been like strolling through a dream until you attempt to do something inspired by the illusion that you're in a consequence-free situation and permanently scar yourself. An experience I'm certain is totally worth it. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do? Jump off the escalator and try to fly? Like, what do you... <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not... It's not necessarily that picture. I'm, the point I'm making is, are you in a dreamlike situation and you've been in dreamlike situations where you're like, is this kind of a dream? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna run through traffic. Okay. I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna okay. do whatever these things, and then you end up getting hurt. It's kind of like, wait a minute, I've already done this twice. This seems too much like a dream. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna do anything dangerous to risk further scarring. Got it. I was pretty proud of the narrative <laughs> okay, of that response. <laughs> <laughs> is is the is the image that you're looking at the same one that I'm looking at? Because the image when I clicked on the link that you tagged it was a picture of somebody that was about to go down the escalators to the to bally's yeah looking well not on what would be um westbound flamingo row yes right and so those are all stars no that are, that's that snow are the background. that's snow tony that didn't you don't see all like the christmas lights on the trees down by the corner of caesar's uh, well, shit. I mean, no, but I also don't have the ability to just look that shit up now because of my janky Skype problem. But fine. While you're while you're talking about that, let me, there's never let me been that up. there's never been that many stars out here. <laughs> you you well, get that, quite no, a bit, but not thing, that though, many. <laughs> so I so I started. I so I I went to the individuals. Um, uh, I don't know. If, I think it was Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, picture and people had made the comment about um oh if only the oh you're right you know, i do see it looked I, like that yeah yeah i uh yeah you're right i guess it is supposed to be stars i thought it was snow so now he's a liar is it <laughs> no just because you was just because you misinterpreted just because you misinterpreted the photo he never said it was you know christmas whatever it was implied <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's a title of this week's it, show. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It was clearly photoshopped. Everybody's talking about it, but that's not the point. The point is it looks so amazing. I thought that it was snow. Boom, brought it back around. Still won. I was going to say the important thing is it's a beautiful photo that that enthralls people for many different reasons. Yes. Absolutely. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. So what's going on with the Vegas apocalypse? While casino executives, 
The LVCBA and reporters at the RJ continue to claim there is no proof that resort fees and the likes are negatively impacting visitation. This week, the market was treated to an ominous sign of apocalyptic magnitudes. Attracted by the ultraviolet lights, thousands, tens of thousands of grasshoppers swarm the strip, reminiscent of what can only be described as biblical proportions. Fortunately, Nevada entomologists informed that, while uncommon, this is not the first time Vegas has seen such a migration, the last time being in the 1960s. The good news is, other than being insects and gross, these grasshoppers are harmless to humans, they don't carry disease, they don't bite, and they shouldn't stay around for more than a couple of weeks while they migrate north, which I thought was fascinating. But somebody brought up the idea that Unlike birds, where they're trying to get to the warmth, the grasshoppers are trying to get to the food. So if it's gotten hotter down south and you go up there, it would be growing. It's, I don't know. I, well, thought, I thought he was full of shit. Okay. It was me. Birds migrate in both directions, just for the record, well, depending uh, on yeah, what the season uh, okay, is. Okay, but I'm saying this time of year, grasshoppers <laughs> migrating north. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, who was, at the sleep, who was asleep at the wheel here, boys? What? That they're, they're going, oh, my God, we were supposed to go north. We were supposed to go north for the summer, for the winter, for the summer, the summer. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it's August. <laughs> oh, by the way, that video actually has a girl that I went to high school with, and it is one of the models. Are you serious? I've talked about her before on this podcast. She's the person that I said she was so stupid. I hope she banked every dollar that her beauty uh, earned her because she's the epitome of... Uh, um, Judge Judy's uh, beauty fades dumb as forever. Yes, 100% LFO. <laughs> nice. I love how we just circle back in this poor young lady that I went to high school with. You, you continue your attack on her. <laughs> exactly, right? Right? She's probably like this great, like, she's subsequently gotten married. She married somebody that looked like he was probably 40 years her senior. He's probably got a giant bank, book, uh, bank account. That's probably what she wanted. So good for her. I'm not judging. Good for him. <laughs> and similar, it sounds like you are. But similar <laughs> to the RJ, I can now say that we've reported something on this show that there is no proof is actually happening. That being the grasshoppers coming to Vegas as a result of resort fees triggering the apocalypse. <laughs> One major difference, I won't be lying. There truly is no evidence that resort fees have initiated the end of days. Maybe metaphorically, the end of Vegas as we've known it. Oh, that got that got that was a roller coaster, and I ended that shit smooth. <laughs> I brought it right in. We were at max speed. We were like, ah! oh, oh somebody's not proud of himself tonight. I know. <laughs> so, for the record, I've yeah. seen a couple. Like, I've seen some grasshoppers around, and you definitely hear them, but I haven't seen these swarms that everybody's talking Apparently about. It's happening at any of the like parking lots that have the big light. I, I think it's happening just down in the valley, which is why you've got oh, all because we're still farther that's north. Right, yeah. So I I it's coming your way, Karen. No, it would have it would have gone past us. Yeah. But you said it's traveling north. Well we're northwest. But we're west. Yeah, I mean, Don't you lie to me through Okay, news. so we are northwest, but I guess what I meant was we're at a higher elevation. So if it's in the valley. Yeah, they're not gonna make their way up. There's no benefit to that. That's the that's not the path of least resistance. That's right. that's a huge pain in the ass. But and then the second thing that I wanted to bring up about this, and I saw the article and Mark didn't want to talk about it, but I'm gonna do it anyway for two reasons. One, um, 
Well, the, the first thing is there is one. It's not all about you, Mark. <laughs> and two. <laughs> yeah. There's something that I find interesting, and I want to fucking talk about it. Right. I'll hijack this show, you fucking prick. And I'll, I'll also, you know, bring it because, yeah, I'm going to more make fun of myself with this thing than anything else. Um, but Sin City Pizza, or no, excuse me, Evil Pie has announced that they are producing a, oh, what is it called? Oh, they have a name for it. It's a great uh, uh, the, the Canyon Hopper, uh, which is a pizza that features chorizo, goat cheese, caramelized onions, arugula, and lime and garlic roasted grasshoppers. Oh, I've seen that. And the, 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 they're starting to incorporate the grasshoppers into it. Gross. Right. Well, and, and so my first thought to this was that's disgusting. My second thought was, you know what? There are people all over the world and cultures all over the world that eat bugs. And, and you know, grasshoppers, True. high in protein, um, you know, you could say it's more in areas where they, they have to go with what they can find. And if those are plentiful and they eat them, that's great. And for a second, after I read this, I was like, I would totally try that. Like, I because everything else that's on the pizza sounds delicious. Yeah, because I got to overcompensate. <laughs> well, and lime, but lime and garlic roasted, that, that sounds good. You know, they'd be crunchy. Right. And then here, here's when then reality smacked me in my face. And I said, Karen, there's no way in hell you would ever eat this. I could not even pick up and touch a crawfish because it looked too much like a bug. There is no way in hell I could pick up and put in my mouth a piece of pizza that had grasshoppers with their little legs and stuff sticking out. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I can't touch a bug. Like, if I have to pick up... And even a dead one. It doesn't matter. I've got so much either tissue or paper towel wadded in my hands that there's no way in hell I can feel it crunch in my fingers. There's no way in fuck I could eat this pizza. So I just, like, so on one hand, I'm like, I would totally do that. I'm up for trying new foods. I, you know, I would do that. And I'm like, no, no you're not. There's no way in hell. You're stupid. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to add that to the story. One of the, the only thing I have to contribute is one of the, um, pages that I follow and you know maybe it's Frankie's Tiki Room I, it, it's not that but it, it, it's it's a it's some place in Vegas and it might have actually been Pizza Rock somebody had a cocktail that was in, it was a grass and so they took the they took the cocktail the grasshopper right cocktail. like the mint chocolate kind exactly, of thing yeah yes. they they elevated it but in addition to elevating and making it a little bit more sophisticated with with the ingredients for the cocktail itself they then also perched a dead grasshopper on, you know, the rim of the cocktail. <laughs> and it was entirely your choice whether you were to enjoy that oh. as a lime wedge <laughs> garnishment or not. And I was like, that is disgusting. Yeah, I that couldn't know if that was perched on the edge of my glass. I Can you imagine being a bartender and have to having to put those on the edge of the glasses and handing the drink to your customers? I mean, yes, because I assume they assume... My guess is they assume that they're being chic by doing something like that. It's avant-garde. I avant -garde. couldn't touch it. I couldn't touch it. Chic. Next up, there's new Battleborn pins that have been released. The La Concha Marquee, available in three different colors, and the iconic Riviera Tower in gold and silver. La Concha's Marquee often gets forgotten about due to the unforgettable structure that was their lobby, a structure that... Fortunately, was saved and repurposed as the visitor center for the Neon Boneyard. 
I'm not sure proper credit is given to the La Contra Motel for being able to stay open with high occupancy rates until the early 2000s, all without having a restaurant, casino, pool, or room service. In late 2001, ownership was approved to build a 520-foot hotel tower and a 645-foot condo tower, as well as a shopping mall. <laughs> shopping mall in that tiny space line. <laughs> but by late 2003, it was announced the land was more valuable than the assets located on it, so they would be demolished. After raising $800,000, the La Concha was successfully dismantled, restored, and reassembled at the Neon Boneyard. As for the Riviera... What more can I say? We all know that she had seen better days and was banking on new developments in the area to improve business. Instead, the Las Vegas Convention Visitors Authority, for the second time in history, purchased an iconic Vegas hotel casino and imploded it to make way for a parking lot. The landmark was the other one. Both plots of land are now under development for an LBCBA expansion. Riviera's implosion cost the Strip another visual icon in their cylindrical tower signage, captured by battle-born pins, only as they can. These pins will run you $10 a piece, but remember, listeners can save 20% off your order with the POMO code. The POMO code? POMO? <laughs> 360. <laughs> Just go to battleborn.shop. Oh, yeah, by the way, they got a better they got a better URL now. Battleborn.shop, or you can find the banner ad and the promo code to the store on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. They don't, I, I know, I, every time I write them, I'm like, are, what? are you just constantly doing commercials? I'm like, no. I saw this pin and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I want to tell you about this fucking story. I want to tell you a little bit about I this. I wasn't thinking that at all. I, I wasn't I was saying thinking, you were. Tony, have you seen the pins? I was. Uh, not yet, no. Oh, they're, the Riviera one is so cool. She did a great job on it. And I know I've seen the, the La Concha Marquis before, but, you know, which is, is great and it's awesome. But, yeah, the, uh, the Riviera one is, is really nice. Yeah. While we're, uh, well, l- l- before we move on real quick, do you get, Mark, anything from folks using the promo code 360? I mean, I, I get, like, free pens, but... Every so often, yeah, not, not like... Like, whenever like something new comes out, I get, I get a free pen. I get that free pen, so... Right. The point is, is you're not really whether one or a thousand listeners go and, and use the 360 discount of 20%, you're not benefiting from it. This is just a straight up friendship relationship oh, yeah. business uh, friendship that you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, Battleborn Pin. this was just me going, God, this is so cool. Hey, do you mind if we promote you on the show? So here's what I was thinking of doing. I was thinking, you know, we would talk about like this pin and I'd talk about, you know, the history behind it or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, what do you want? I'm like, well, I don't know. It's, you need some free pins or something. I'm like, going, oh, I mean, exactly. what do you want? I'm like, well, I already have all the ones that I want. But <laughs> when you make new ones, let me know. <laughs> well, like, yeah, we, just hook my, uh, just hook my yeah, listeners we did, up. Yeah, you did ask for a discount for the listeners if they, if they oh, reference yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, so I completely forgot. But, yeah, that's that's really but what if I asked it's for. a benefit to you. The, my point right. is to say, for the listeners that are thinking, well, of course he's hawking these pins. He gets No, he doesn't get anything mm-hmm. out of it. It's this straight up for the listeners just being able to enjoy a discount. Go and buy these amazing pins. I'm at the website right now, and I'm looking at the the blue, the red, and the white La Concha uh, pins that are available. Uh, it, I, 
I am dragging my feet on the the Riviera looks exactly like <laughs> yeah. what yeah. if you were to stand Didn't I tell you? Riviera. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It really is. She it's even just, captured it at night. That was the impressive part, I thought. Yeah. It's they're they're gorgeous pins. They're gorgeous pins. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I, I I was missing the point. I'm like, are you making me feel bad because I'm getting free pins? <laughs> but I was like, no. When I reached out to her, I'm like, hey, do you mind, you know, we promote you on the show. If you just give my yeah. listeners a discount, we'll promote you on the show. That That's all I'm asking for. And well, then she was like, well, what, what more can I do? I mean, you're not really getting anything out of this like your listeners are. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, you know, free pins, whatever. But well, it's not like, give me 50 of them. Like, hey, I have a new one out. Like going, yeah, can I get that? Do you mind if I get the other color too? She's like, right, just fucking every oh. like you're constantly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the I thing. I mean, this is a trade-off for her too, because obviously, by you promoting the show and the Vegas, you know, nutty fans that we have, you know, her business is going to go up. So even with the discount that's being offered, you know, this is a good thing for her. And the listeners have been a great source of ideas. Well, and I also so, won't. I won't let Battleborn pins, and I won't let Moonshot. Like I was as honest with them as I could. Like, listen, don't give me anything that puts you in a bad situation. Right. I want to support what right. you're doing. Your thing inspires me. I just love it and want to support it. Here's what I need you to do. Hook my listeners up with something. You know, what What can you give them? And, and that's all I want. Yeah. And then anytime they've ever given anything to me, I'm like, I'm serious. I'm more than happy to pay for this. That's not what I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to be a dick and refuse, right. you know, your, your generosity. But I, I also want to make clear this isn't payola. Like, that wasn't the deal. If, if that's something you want to do, right. that's cool. But please don't ever do anything. Don't give more of a discount than you can afford. Don't right. give me more shit than I deserve. Like, none of that. No, 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 no. This is like... This is somebody... Oh, well, especially cool. um, Battleborn Pins. Like, this is somebody that, that had a passion and started a business. And we really just want to support her and, you know, help her grow this thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, and as a plug for 360 Vegas Vacation Nine, you'll get to meet her. That's right. Exactly. She's gonna be there. Access to premium content is available at Patreon.com/360Vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. Next up, the GT Okay, so, so Tony, this is, a, this is a South Park reference. It, 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 so I forget what season it was, but it's Shitty Paw Town. Thank you. I, I figured there was probably a joke there that I was not getting. Yeah. yeah. Shitty Paw Town is struggling. Right so instead of the shitty part of town, it's shitty Paw Town, which oh, sounds fancier. elegant, yeah. Right. Yeah. So basically, this is when somebody takes the worst part of the town right. and tries to turn it around. So instead of it being the shitty part of town, it's the shitty yep. Paw Town. Yeah. <laughs> As is common with virtually every proposed deal for the historic Moulin Rouge site, new prospective buyers arrogantly named Las Vegas Moulin Rouge LLC, have hit a roadblock. In this case, they were unable to demonstrate that they have the financial backing to complete the $9.5 million purchase by placing the entire amount in escrow by the proposed deadline. In light of the multiple proposed projects for the site that were unable to come to fruition due to funding issues, current ownership requires proof of funding before they will even file a motion 
for consideration with the court. This time, the excuse for missing the deadline was explained as the, quote, lender changing the schedule of the wire transfer, unquote. <laughs> this is the second time Las Vegas Moulin Rouge LLC has attempted to purchase the site in two years. While they continue to be optimistic that they'll be able to complete the deal, we will continue to remain pessimistic about it. Not only because it's our default emotion, but because the acquisition of the Moulin Rouge site is only part of a $1.6 billion plan at transforming the area into, quote, uptown Las Vegas. <laughs> While only open for six months, Moulin Rouge is a historic landmark, even though it's just an empty lot at this point in the West Las Vegas because it's identified as the first integrated hotel casino in Las Vegas. I said that all wrong, didn't I? That felt way off. The cadence? I don't know. Yeah, let me do it. <laughs> I mean, how did it sound in your head when you wrote it? Not like it like sounded that? as it came out. <laughs> Which is why he doesn't like, like it. That. You know, it's it's interesting. I I want everything in Las Vegas to be successful. So, I want so, everything so, that... so I was I was going to redo it. That's why I said I wanted to redo it, and then you just started talking. So well, it's not, to... You didn't say you wanted to do it. <laughs> you wanted to talk about how you fucked it up. Well, no, he did say, all right, let me do it. I again. don't care. It's too good now. And now we have to go forward. <laughs> okay. Continue with your with your, your interrupting. My thought is, is, while I want everything in Las Vegas to be successful, there's a part of me that's worried that maybe, and, and I, I worry that, that what I'm about to say might come across as um, perhaps more harsh than I mean it to sound, but hear me out. I'm, I'm concerned that people are trying to foist things onto the old Moulin Rouge location just because of its wonderful you know history as it relates to integration with with las vegas right but are, are folks trying way too hard like are they using that as their hook like because the moulin rouge sat here and because the moulin rouge was the first integrated hotel casino we must make something of this physical piece of property and that's, you know, that's my thoughts, my concern. I don't know where this piece of property sits in the grand scheme of what West Las Vegas is. Yeah. If you're, if you're trying to plunk down something big and, and grandiose in a really, no offense to the area, shitty part of town, right. don't do that. That's that's not a good use of capital. Well, I want I mean. you to be successful somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, there's no businesses really in the area. And I, I imagine it's evolved since then. We haven't spent a ton of time there, but you just look at aerial shots of the area and you're like, so, god damn. Well, and, and so here's the, to Tony's point, because he, he hinted on something that I was thinking. I think I know where you're both going with it. I was getting there, but go. Oh, okay. Go, well, go, go, go. So okay. we'll we'll see if you're a mind we'll, reader. We'll see. I don't know, but we'll see. Or you, you, you usually Stole miss. Idea, tried to get in front of you. Me. Usually <laughs> miss whatever I'm we'll about see, to say. We'll see. Oh, jeez. So <laughs> I find it interesting that the Moulin Rouge site is a historic landmark, and there's nothing there. So I guess my thought and my question is: Is there some restriction to what can be there? Because it's a historic site. Otherwise, the fuck does it matter what they put on there? Well, yeah, there is. There, there have been businesses that have tried to set up there, and if they weren't going to do something, I don't know if it has to be a hotel casino or anything like that, but whatever it was, they didn't like it. Or maybe they were going to turn it into, 
gas station or something. Like, whatever it was, they didn't like it. And I'm okay. like, why wouldn't you just take any but fucking unless, business? Well, no, a gas station don't, because that will totally fuck up the property for years to come. Decades really? to come. Oh, yeah, gas stations have leaks all the time, and then it's contaminated. It's a whole nightmare. Oh, oh I thought you were, were going <laughs> to say it draws crime. Like, I was seeing that in, like, some of these crime documentaries. I was looking, and I'm like... Why are people hanging out at this fucking grocery store? <laughs> this convenience store. Well, depending on the neighborhood, that might be all there is, but that's a whole other story. I just, I, I don't know. It seems to me like if you're going to designate this empty plot of land as a historic site, you should do something historic with it. Not what? Well, the like, bil- like something that calls back to what it was. Like you can't, to your point, you can't put a gas station on that site. It used to be where the Moulin Rouge was. Well, but mean, you have to find historic- something productive for it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just an empty lot sitting there. Yeah. Was, that mean, where, was that where you thought it was going to go? No. no. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it, listen, the, the area was, was where all black entertainers had to go. Right. And that the Moulin Rouge was... I mean, and that was the shittiest part of town. And the Moulin Rouge was just like, we're going to build a local casino. We're just going to stay fucking here. Why are we even bothering? Like, nobody wants us to fucking be in these places anyway right. if they'll even let us in. No, I know. Fuck it. Like, not only are we going to build a place that's going to be integrated, we're going to build it in this shitty area because why the fuck shouldn't it be there? So, you know, years and years later, if the place hasn't been renovated properly or gentrified or whatever the fuck you need it to be to, to <laughs> that's like a dirty word i know right <laughs> it sounds weird every time you say it like i don't know if that's i know i know <laughs> definitionally i'm fine with this but it just feels wrong <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it's if the area hasn't gotten any better then the triumph it was all that it could be after that like all you needed was every the places everybody wanted to go like oh no you can come in like okay yeah we don't need to be here anymore well, and the place also burned down so and I think the other thing is to Tony's point, if you're going to try, so there's so much happening in Las Vegas right now, and there's so many, granted, it's a valley and you can spread out and that's fine, but there's so many areas still, you know, they're working on the arts district okay. downtown to, to revitalize that. Revitalize, that's the word you want, not gentrify, revitalize. There you go, yeah, there um, it You know, and this is another... <laughs> Kevin Smith. Oh... From uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. What do you call that? Nice. Intergalactic Stellar War gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Four people are really going to get that. I know. They're like, oh, my God. What a and Tony's probably sitting there going, fucking huh? Chasing Amy reference. Well done, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> but it- I, Listen, I'm, I'm old enough to appreciate that. Mall rats and clerks. I get it. Okay. You haven't, yeah, you haven't seen, um, have you seen Dogma? I never did. You should. It's hilarious. That, that's when I gave up on on um, what's that actor's name? Mike Mike Smith. Kevin Smith. Chris, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Okay. The, like, the director right, writer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dogma. You should watch. It's hilarious, and there's so many famous people in it. Like there's cameos after one yeah. after the other. It's funny. Well, and some a friend of mine who is Catholic, uber Catholic, said it's you know the the humor. There's a deeper level of humor because of those that have grown up in Catholicism yep. right, to yeah. appreciate, yep. you know, the jokes. Yeah. And actually, that is the movie where we got the name of our last, our, well, our first dog together, um, who we named Loki. And we didn't name him Loki because of, you know, initially because of the whole, you know, Thor universe. Right. We named him Loki because that was Matt Damon's character in the movie. And I gotcha. And it, you know, worked out. But anyway, so we digress. Watch, watch Dogma. <laughs> Um, the, the going back to my point, 
was you have to start someplace if you're trying to revitalize an area. And if somebody's looking to put $1.6 billion into it, yes, that makes sense. But to Tony's point, so I think about Lucky Dragon and where they built and who they were trying to attract. And it just did not work. You can't be on an island and this really nice shiny island with a lot of, you know, shark infested waters all around you, if that makes sense. So I agree with Tony's point on that one. Okay. (laughs) Next up, Vegas pod tunes and moonshot. I'll forever be amazed and humbled when something I do inspires someone else to do something creative. For those of you unfamiliar, friend of the show, Michael Mavestro, also known as the man behind Vegas Bright and Vegas Oonts, recently started Vegas Podtunes. In this creative outlet, Michael takes moments from various Vegas podcasts and animates them a la Ricky Gervais. If you've not checked them out, I cannot recommend them enough. Something about animating our shenanigans takes something that was already entertaining and just brings it to another level, man. Anyway, episode two was released last week, and it featured our show. Episode one featured Vital Vegas, and I take absolutely no offense to that. And you should watch it because it was (laughs) hilarious. Episode two specifically featured Tony's tangent into the Jurassic Park attraction coming to Venetian. (laughs) Just so many moments of brilliance. This, it's all I, I, you just, you have to see it. You have to see it. But in the episode... Tony is wearing his signature button-up shirt with the 360 logo. Karen's got a shirt on that features a heart. And my character is sporting a corn shirt. Now, Which is a- very appropriate. Yes. Now, after the episode aired, Michael had another idea to partner with Moonshot.com to have my character in future episodes featured wearing a different shirt from Moonshot.com. Oh and God. they loved the idea. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> So, in the spirit of accuracy, maybe a bit of a humble rag, I'm providing Vegas Podtunes with links to each shirt that I have, so my, oh my collection God. is accurately represented on the Podtunes. Oh, you, you sent him all 50? Okay. <laughs> so, first off, I have to thank Michael because, so funny. you know, he started, like, tweeting out the characters and, you know, this is what they're going to look like, and uh, it, the whole idea... Number one, the, the fact that somebody would turn us into cartoon characters, I'm having a hard time <laughs> wrapping my head around. Right. Um, but then I saw episode one that he did with Scott at Vital Vegas, and it's hilarious. So definitely watch yeah, that oh one. Oh, yeah. And then what I love about the episode two that he did with us is how he, because we're just, nobody can see us, right? We're right. just randomly talking or whatever. And when he, you know, Tony, when, when you say, okay, listeners, listeners, picture this. Uh, yeah. and, and your eyes are closed, and he's, he's got your hands kind of waving around your head. I was like, is this what people think of when they listen to us? Like, so, this is hilarious. Well, he even captured my laugh. Like, you just, like, my eyes, like, how, my yeah. eyes squinted, and I'm just laughing. Because he's seen you laugh before. He knows what happens. Yeah. He it, did an unbelievable job, and I am... I should I should not admit this, but I actually watched the video while I was driving home one night, <laughs> and I was howling with my I'm like, oh my god, this is this is I'm I'm that I'm that guy like that asshole that's 
doing everything but driving while they're on the road. And I'm watching this video howling with laughter <laughs> when he does that and he takes me back and I'm supposed to be 16 year olds, uh, 16 year olds yeah, right? in, in the movie theater. Mind blown <laughs> with your Jurassic Park, uh, dress park shirt on. <laughs> he's unbelievable. That is it. That he's got a talent that is, I mean, because here's the best part. Like, I'm sure that people listen to that particular episode of the podcast. They would listen along. They were chuckling because I was chuckling along with the things that we were talking about. But then when all of a sudden it's animated and yeah. you've got someone else's vision of what their mind's eye sees yeah. in their head about what we're talking about, to see that illustrated is just, Michael, you are unbelievably well, and talented. To, and he is. And, and to Mark's point, you know, Ricky Gervais did a version of this because they had that show that is, was it an idiot? It wasn't Idiot Abroad. That was the TV show. Right, I can't. I think it was just Ricky Gervais audio podcast. Yeah, or, but yeah, but Ricky Gervais did this. Like he took his, the audio of his podcast and he animated it, and it was that kind of way. Like you saw all this stuff that you knew wasn't happening in the room, but like when when like in in uh, in Podtoons when it popped up and um, sorry, my mind went blank for a second. Like Jurassic Park in the middle of Venetian, right? All of a sudden you see this random stuff happening. And that's what Ricky Gervais was doing. And the fact that, that Michael thinks that way and can put all this together. And as he's listening to it going, this would be great visually. But, uh, I mean, it's not only funny, it's, I mean, it's amazing that he could do this. So I'm, I'm just flattered again that somebody would take the time to animate us three idiots. Uh, but it, it's, it's great. If you haven't seen it, I, I know we're gushing about it a ton, but it, it was it awesome. Is, it's worth, it is absolutely worth going and finding and and my understanding is you don't have to have a twitter account so if you, you don't know he's twitter on youtube account, yeah so even better just look him up find it it's it's well done michael well done i i, I owe you a drink shit i probably owe you more than that but we'll continue <laughs> on start there moonshot.com has literally changed my wardrobe to become the dominant theme in my closet incredibly comfortable to wear available in male and female cuts two styles Multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. What more could a Vegas lover want? Instigate envy from everyone you encounter wearing logos from Fabulous Flamingo, Sahara, Dunes, Stardust, Mint, and even the Tangiers, the fictional property from the Martin Scorsese film Casino. Vegas Vic, El Rancho, The Frontier, The Thunderbird, The Landmark, The Sands can all be prominently displayed on your chest single-handedly making you the coolest person in any room you walk into. Vintage Vegas shirts at moonshot.com typically run $30 or less, but if you use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, you'll save 15% off your purchase. That's moonshot.com, M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or just go to the blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, find the advert on the homepage, and it'll take you right to their site. Moonshot.com and 360Vegas. Now making you look as beautiful as your Vegas-obsessed mom. All right, that'll do it with uh, news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the RJ received more proof that the nickel and dime fees are driving even hardcore lovers of Vegas away from the form as it related to a letter to the editor. In particular, no word when the next story of the RJ will write claiming that there is no proof that resort fee 
and NFC charges are negatively impacting visitation. Woof, that was... <laughs> that was the alcohol's <laughs> kicking in with Tony. There were whole sections of that that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I feel like that was one of those emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. got that, and, too. And you, you added a couple of your key phrases in there that don't, you know, normally work really well, didn't but didn't, didn't fit right there. Right. <laughs> 45 minutes in. Right. <laughs> Venetian is putting the finishing touches on their new pool deck now that Vegas is more than halfway through the pool season. Good news, it doesn't look much different from what the rest of their pools look like, which is underwhelming. I, I can't believe after all that, how long they've been working on that. Postmodern Jukebox has ended its residency at One Oak at Mirage. The announcement comes one month before their residency was planned to end. Producers say they are looking for a new home for the production. I always thought that this was better suited for something like Cleopatra's Barge at Caesars. Especially if fucking Puddles, the fucking clown, can uh, be, be a fucking resident there. Like, how would this... This seems like a perfect fit. This That does seem better. Well, anything is better than, a, uh, than Puddles. Of, well, yeah, I agree. But, That's yeah. terrifying. I mean, Puddles is Don't. literally a nightmare come true. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Puddles that dragon guy? No, Puddles is That's is puff. like a seven foot um, a guy in a clown suit that sings opera. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they're wrapping up um, earlier than than had it been anticipated. That tells me that they didn't get the sales that they thought they were going to get. They're outstanding. Anybody that has been in Vegas for a while, the same time postmodern jukebox was there and didn't go see them, you, you hate happiness. <laughs> Well, hear well, that, Mark? We we barely yeah, hate we, happiness. Which I think I think I think people know. <laughs> well, one of us does. Well, right. Well, not typically a property we would cover on the show. It was revealed this week that Arizona Charlie's on Boulevard Highway, Boulder, 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 Boulder Highway. That's, that's close enough. <laughs> Boulders in Colorado. <laughs> Boulevard. Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> they close. They closed all their tables in a cost-cutting measure. Vital Vegas confirmed that table game dealers were moved to other golden entertainment casinos in the market. That that's I concerning. I don't get slot parlors. I mean, I know I they. I know point. they make money because they're all over the place in Vegas, but I don't. I don't get them. And that that sounds disappointing. You get rid of all your table game. It's not being rumored that Boyd Gaming is interested in acquiring one of the assets expected to be for sale once the Eldorado Caesars merger is complete. Boyd... It's now being rumored now, I realize. (laughs) Oh, it's now being rumored. Okay. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Hey, guys, let's talk about all the things things that aren't happening in Vegas. (laughs) But I I read it, and I'm like, okay, well, that's still a sentence that works. Now, now the the next bullet point doesn't. Go for it. Boyd responded, didn't confirm the stories. <laughs> Boyd's response didn't. Oh, okay. Boyd's response didn't confirm the stories, but did say on their latest earnings call that, quote, we certainly would like to get back on the Las Vegas trip, unquote. But we'll evaluate any opportunities just like they always have. You were never on the Las Vegas trip. Yes, Boyd. they were. They own, the, they own the Stardust. Was it operated under under the Boyd banner at the time? Yes. Yes. They're the ones that changed the font. That I said, never mind. <laughs> They're literally the ones that took over. You're right, the- Mark. Is that what you wanted to hear? Yes, he does Mark all the time. always right. Because he never hears it at home, so he might as well hear it on the show. 
He doesn't. He, he doesn't get it at home. That's why he no, comes to me. He doesn't hear it. That's why he comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> Las right. Vegas Raider, Raiders. Las mm -hmm. Vegas Raiders Stadium will have a topping out ceremony next week. Interestingly enough, the article the RJ posted did not actually give what the max height of the stadium would be. How is that not in your say? I don't want to hate you, RJ, but fuck's sake. That seems like writing 101. Like, if you're going to say, hey, something's going to be at its tallest, you should probably say how tall that is. So, so I'm, I'm debating saying this because I don't want to seem like I'm defending the RJ. No, I think you have to say but it. But a, a topping it out for the, a, the um, a, a stadium like this is putting in, like, the final support beam. It's not the final height of the stadium. It's the final support beam that creates the roof structure that then means it's structurally sound. Well, it's got an open roof, so it ain't going to be much taller. But it's not, okay. The height, par know, the height part roof. of it isn't it's a, the... It's a, it's, it's retractable, it's isn't it? <laughs> yeah, retractable. I don't know. <laughs> As you tell, we pay a lot of attention. You were, you were all getting ready to, like, oh, we're going to argue. No. And, th and then I, it was like, oh, wait a minute, now we got to figure this out. Is that right? <laughs> so they're actually, yeah, they're having, like, a whole ceremony for it, I think, next week. But, yeah, yeah. so it, it's not a, it's not about the height. Like, for a building, they have a topping where they put, like, the, the whatever the antenna or whatever it is at the top of the building, and that's the top of it. Right, this is a little right. different. So. Before even beginning their Las Vegas residency, Dave Lifton is reporting that Journey has announced additional dates for said residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. New dates are December 27th and 28th, as well as December 30th and 31st. You got that from Tickets Dave Lifton? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. He, well, I mean, I, I could have referenced Sorry. the article, but once I saw who wrote it, I'm like, no, I'm going to say who wrote it instead. That's awesome. <laughs> That's interesting that, um, and, and I think that's cool, but it's interesting that Journey is doing a uh, New Year's Eve night because, and, and maybe the prices are different, but the fact that we're just so blase about it, well, they'll be there the 27th, the 28th, the 30th, the 31st. Like, you know, pick whatever night you want. Well, hang on. One of those nights is it's one New of Year's the Eve. biggest nights <laughs> yeah. of the year in Vegas. Yeah. Go Journey. More than 4,000 bollards are being installed in and around the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. Relatedly, the trial for the woman who inspired the installation of four miles of pedestrian protection after she pulled out of traffic on the strip onto the sidewalk in front of Planet Hollywood and proceeded to mow down pedestrians with her car is scheduled for March 30th, 2020. Really Why the fuck is it taking them so long to put her on trial? What are you talking about? The court system is busy as shit, Karen. She mowed down a shitload of tourists. She's been in prison the I whole time. Well, Don't good. That. Oh my God. Don't you understand there are pre-trials? There are motions. I know, There's Tony. motions to quash. There's motions in limine. There's a whole Come channel on, that can help you with this. That. An entire channel. Why well, listen to it when I get to listen to you? <laughs> I get right. the recap. <laughs> Oh, Karen, you gotta hear this. Oh, this, lawyer, this lawyer, remember the lawyer I was telling you about from the attorney that I, or the one trial that I think is a jerk? He's such an asshole, and he proved it again. And let me tell you how. <laughs> okay, thanks. That's a true. That's a true summary and statement, isn't it? I don't sound like that. Yes, you do. <laughs> Stratification continues this week as Vital Vegas shared new table felt and gaming chips with the new name, planned to make their debut on August 9th. In a move that will no doubt continue to expand throughout the industry, 
The property is encouraging photography inside the casino with their hashtag Strat Selfie promotion displayed on the new table felt. I do have to say they have a pretty sweet logo. It's kind of, it's kind of my. <laughs> to thing, your man. knowledge, Mark, are, are they still using Stratosphere chips? Like, should I ask you to run out to Stratosphere between now and August 9th for the purposes of getting one of their last remaining Stratosphere logo Ooh, that's chips a good to hold point. onto? Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do a whole recycle out, but yeah, it's 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 a good idea that. I, I would say, because they're introducing them next week, so... Yeah, we, we probably want to get there and get one for you. So, Mark, I'm, I, do you think there's a valid reason for you to go out to Stratosphere between now and April 9th to go out and get your chips before it becomes... I mean, August uh, Yes, because I just started pre-work on the next POV, which requires an FHE. <laughs> <laughs> well, duly noted. I'm excited The Miracle Miles shop at Planet Hollywood... Have a new tent in. <laughs> look at me. Look at. <laughs> How do you know when Tony gets drunk? He really accentuates every letter. And of adds word. letters that aren't there. Shut up, Karen. <laughs> Nobody asked you. So the Miracle Mile Shop at Planet Hollywood have a new tenant in the 13,000 square foot space located next to Nacho Daddy. It's a Korean barbecue restaurant that will all also offer quote unquote thrilling tapanyaki shows. Oh great. You're gonna you're gonna whip a shrimp into your hat. Super. <laughs> uh, good luck pronouncing the name of it. Sh- oh you're a jackass. <laughs> Are you kidding me with this? Chosan Poaro and Tanari Tepin. No, no, can I try that real quick? No. <laughs> well, you added a T in front of the Nara, so I'm guessing it's Chosun Huaro and Nara Tepin. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, that was so far off from what I said. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> Thanks for correcting me. Are you proud of yourself? You feel good about who you are. <laughs> Edge Vegas shared that Mama Rabbit Bar is opening at Park MGM. August 28th, advertised as, quote, Las Vegas' most extensive extensive collection of mezcal and tequila, unquote, as well as offering light bites and live entertainment. The official grand opening will be September 13th. So two thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. One, the chef that's heading this up actually has a Michelin star, which makes me excited to go try it. But two, I'm concerned that the actual menu is only light bites when they're offering, you know, an extensive collection of mezcal and tequila, that sounds dangerous. So what I don't understand is why is it that these chefs get some award from a tire company have anything to do with <laughs> how well they get... <laughs> I intentionally didn't look at her because I'm like, if I look at her, I'm going to break. I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> There's some tread in those tires. <laughs> Thanks, Stewie. Because one of my most favorite lines ever is, so, uh, are there, is there any tread left on those tires, or is it like throwing a hot dog down a hallway? <laughs> <laughs> on that and I note, use that line all the time. Note. <laughs> Vital Vegas <laughs> reports that triple zero roulette is being installed at the MGM Grand. So, keep an eye out for that. The RJ is reporting that the building housing the strip club 
Crazy Horse 2 is in such a state of disrepair that the city council is considering revoking or suspending the property owner's erotic dance license for failing to comply with municipal codes. This, after the place reduced its operating about a month ago to only eight a day while not serving alcohol. <laughs> I think hours should have been in there I was somewhere. Say, is, it, is it eight hours, eight dancers, eight what? Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I assume that the rest of it, because that's how he writes in a quantum leap. <laughs> he does. He you does. You just got to wait. You got to yeah. wait to see where Scott Bakula shows up. Right. right. So, <laughs> that was a leap even Scott Bakula couldn't make. So let me try again. This after... This after the place reduced its operation uh, about a month ago to eight hours a day while not serving alcohol, all just so that they can keep said license and retain the land use rights. Just, you know, uh, they've been without a liquor license since August of 2014. I don't don't understand how, like, that just seems like you're just, you're literally burning money. Why would you go to a strip club and not buy a drink? Any business, I don't know, it's dumb. And finally, Vital Vegas reports that a Razor Gaming Tech store is coming to the Link Promenade. Those who would have any interest in this already knows what that is. <laughs> it's awesome because I was like, "What? What is a Laser Gaming Tech store?" Never mind. Don't care. <laughs> is it? Is it Mario Kart? Nope. Okay. Don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Bill Burr is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Saturday, December 21st. Show starts at 8pm and tickets start at $49. Karen, wouldn't you love to see that performer? No. Nope, what is their name not immediately? Really. Bill Burr. Immediately. Oh, you suck. <laughs> Damn it. She stepped away. <laughs> I wasn't happy about it. No, obviously not. <laughs> Taylor Dane is performing at the Orleans Saturday, September 28th. Show will start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. We Will Rock You, a story that follows Galileo and Scaramouche as they attempt to save rock and roll in a post-apocalyptic world where there are no musical instruments, is performing at the Orleans Friday and Saturday, October 4th and 5th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Wait, wait. We're fucking totally going. Wait, wait, wait. This sounds like the plot to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Well, yeah, yeah, but live. <laughs> and with Queen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, not at all like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right? Be- because I've seen that movie, and they travel versus time, and Karen's like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. Maybe they came after Finally, Bill and Ted. <laughs> Frank Caliendo, he's performing at the Orleans Saturday, October 19th. Show starts at 9 p.m. and tickets start at $40. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all of the artists that we report on our coming attractions calendar. It's on the blog. Let's move into the river. All right. 
So Mark, we've got a 360 FHE. This is your opportunity. You go out, you explore the ever-changing landscape of Vegas, and then you come back and you share that experience with you know our listeners. This week, you went out and you explored Italy. It looks like we're going to break this up between you and Mark with your commentary. So Mark, why don't you start? Why did you hate it in particular, Mark? <laughs> All right. And and I've got some people who can back me up here. So Well, this started with Mark... Posting a, a teaser we, out on Twitter. We have a narrative. It did. Okay. We have a narrative. All right. Here, follow the narrative. They all know. They I know, know. but Karen, it, it Karen, Karen, I did something on Twitter. The world knows. Okay. <laughs> the, world, the, the whole world. I've got the whole world. I want world. Michael to, uh, Karen, to I animate. I the whole world in my hand. I, I, wanna, I want I Michael. I want the whole world. I want Michael <laughs> to narrate. Yeah, Mark, I got to the animate whole world me. in my hand. I got the whole world in my hand. the second line. I, I want Michael to animate me. Rolling my eyes and saying, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> At LB then and now said, this may be the most effective tease on Twitter in history. See? See? See what happens when you read the, yeah. But people don't know that you teased it on Twitter. Well, all right, that's a valid argument. <laughs> But uh, as I previously said, I got the whole world in my hand. So it was tweeted. It's no. It, no, it's it's in your mind. Got the whole world. It's your world. In and it you doesn't matter if it, it makes sense to anybody else. You can support the show and look cool doing it by purchasing things from our merchandise store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. We have shirts, flasks, koozies, recreational games, and a ton more. All shirts are available in multiple colors, sizes, and over 150 different styles for men and women. And if you have a request for something you'd like that we don't currently offer, just let us know. If we can do it, we'll create it for you. Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. Why I hate Italy. First, the lowlights. Italy is the epitome of bait and switch in Las Vegas. The locals' discount was there, it was gone. It was there, it was gone. It was there, it was gone. Like, just pick a fucking lane, idiot. Pick a lane. And this fresh pasta that's available for uh, uh, purchase, I mean, basically, I, for the locals, right? Maybe they just drive so many locals out, they were like, fuck, we might, we can't even keep making this fresh pasta for you to buy and take home. Eh, never mind. The food. All this hassle, and it's not even that good. And it's getting worse. I mean, at the very least, it's not the best Italian food in Vegas. Fuck, it's top three, maybe? Like three? Maybe? I can think of at least three that are better than this off the top of my head. See? Don't even make the you top three. You guys are big fans of Olive Garden, aren't you? <laughs> their breadsticks and their uh, soup and salad, you know, unlimited is awesome. Yeah, you don't even know. Their bread sandwich, I mean, that they accidentally put a piece of cheese and, and a piece of meat on there is is bland, is unremarkable. It's really just bread. The charcuterie is... You were really unimpressed with the charcuterie yeah. when you got that. Yeah. And uh, some further support to the poor food experience. At Billy Shank said, high prices, low quality, taste was 7.5 out of 10. At Chris Moore 28, I thought the idea of it was good, but when we ate there that time with Japluto 09 and Raising Las Vegas, the food prices for what you got was disappointing. Lastly, the experience. It is the least appealing entrance to a casino in Las Vegas right now. It's a labyrinth to get to it. The closer you get to it, the more of a bottleneck it becomes, and the security in there is worse than any casino I've ever been in. 
They will pounce on you for taking a fucking picture. In Italy? Yes. Oh, good lord. And, of course, having your main entrance attraction close at 11 p.m. gives the impression that the whole place is closed. I argue, I theorize that Park MGM is MGM's resort experiment with making the casino an afterthought. Like, it's just a, well, we have a check-in desk, we have a meeting area, there's bathrooms, there's the casino, we have restaurants around here. That's certainly an interesting theory, and, and I'll be interested to watch how that plays out. Because there's a part of me that wonders, with the economy doing as well as it is, is it, can these casino entities take that, well, gamble, without be, putting too much of a pun in front of it, say... Okay, we do have a casino like everybody else, but let's bring in for, you know, what the equivalent of Italy is supposed to be. Yeah. Come on in, get food, get drink, get other thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't consider it fine dining. I don't I don't it's to me it's yeah. yeah. Karen, but, do you have any thoughts yeah, on it? Karen does have an opinion <laughs> as well. That was something so, somebody asked me on Instagram, like, oh wait, Karen doesn't like it either anymore? I'm like, Yep. So so the way this whole FHE came down was I made my weekly trek down to the strip because, you know, Cosmo and I are best buds now. So I go down once a week and I play my identity play and, you know, rack up some more tier credits because I'm on a mission to, to hit gold down there. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but I have been dying actually for the last few weeks to pick up some fresh made pasta down at Italy. They have, you know, a beef cheek ravioli that's really good, but they also have a, an angolati pasta uh, I forget what it's stuffed with, but it was absolutely delicious. And I bought it a couple times and brought it home. So that was my mission. So this week I went to Cosmo and then wandered down in, you know, 110 degree heat to uh, Italy to go get some pasta. Um, and as Mark alluded to, when I got there, not only was there no pasta, there was nobody available to even step away for one second to talk to me about what was going on. So that started... My initial, I, I sent Mark a text and then he set out a Twitter and then it kind of went from there. So my issues with it, number one is with the, I guess you call it the experience, but the entrance, the, the location and the flow. The main entrance, um, it's the, the main entrance to the property off the strip, right? But the only way you can avoid lifting luggage up the stairs is to go all the way through the crowded store, which literally doesn't have room for two people to walk past each other in the aisles. And so you have to try to drag your luggage through that to find the, you know, handicap accessible ramp that still takes you to the very back corner by the pasta station that has no pasta that you can buy and take home. Um, and then try to meander your way through, again, these maze of tables that aren't wide enough for two people to pass each other. Um, I thought it was funny that at JMC underscore Vegas replied to this and he said, I was turned off when I saw someone dripping sauce onto someone's luggage that was being dragged through this cluster of a maze. That's disgusting. Yeah. And the other thing is with this, there is a side entrance to get you into the lobby, but it's not made clear anywhere. There's nothing that says like from the street, all you see is Italy and this is how you get into this building. There's nothing that points you say, hey, keep walking. I mean, down the side of the building to get into the lobby. It would be like if fucking what's that restaurant at Paris? The the uh, Mon Ami Gabi. Mon Ami Gabi. It would be like if that was the only way you could get into Paris was to yeah, go through that. It is. Yeah. It really with stairs. Yeah. 
you know. It's like, oh, you want to go see the Paris uh, Hotel and Casino? Yeah, just just come through here. No, no, no. I mean, mind the servers and the tables and all that stuff. But yeah. So so then let's get into the food. Number one is the whole process of getting the food. You want a pizza? Wait over here. Oh, you want some street food? Sorry, that's in another line. Oh, and if everybody in your party wants something different, split up and good luck finding each other again in this massive maze of craziness. Labyrinth. You know, it, it just, and I tried to explain the concept to um, at Hollywood 31 when he was out here because they had been in to Park MGM, but they didn't make it into Italy. So I don't know if they came in through the tram or something from Aria. Um, but just explaining the concept to him of how you get food and what this is just gave him anxiety. Yeah. Um, let's see, with the food. Raising Las Vegas got food poisoning on her last visit. Uh, the general consensus on Twitter, and there's too many to name, is that it's extremely overpriced, which it is, like most things on the Strip, but it is. That's fair. That is fair. Um, and then at Mike1C tweeted that he spent four nights at Park MGM. He found Italy so confusing and expensive that he ate most of the time at Aria. <laughs> when Aria is a cheaper food option, <laughs> or that's less stressful. I mean, yeah. Um, for the record, what I've eaten. I've had their pasta and their street food. I loved both. Um, I'm not a pizza person, but I wasn't impressed with what I've seen others get. Like the pizzas itself just didn't look that, you know, good. I have been nervous. This is my take on a pizza. Like on, I would like to eat a real fucking pizza. Yeah. That's kind of what I well, asked for. Not so this, I do not think this artistic impression. No, here, I think they're they're designed to be more authentic Italian pizzas versus the pizzas that us Americans are used to. So you, keep you, that you in mean mind. You pizzas that everybody actually wants. Like, no, no, no. We make, we make pizza the way that nobody wants it. So go fuck yourself on that. <laughs> I'm saying I think I would call it more of a flatbread than a pizza, but even then I haven't been impressed. Yeah, that's true. Mark talked about, you know, the charcuterie plate that we got, and it, it really was pretty bland all the way around. I have been really nervous to try either the meat, the fishmonger, or the roasted chicken spots. Uh, number one, it seems like too much food, and number two, I'm just not sure what it's going to come out at, especially considering Christina's or at yep. Raising Las Vegas experience with ordering fish. Yep. And then it was undercooked, and she got food poisoning. Yep. Um, I do have to say though, the cannellis are amazing, and I have to thank Chris and Julie for that because they got a box of those when we were there, and they were so good. So, I guess in summary, is it expensive? Yes, it is. But like most things on the Vegas Strip, you expect that. Yeah, but you also expect quality. <laughs> Yeah, so quick grab and go that's advertised? Absolutely not. There's, I, ironically, when I was there during the week, so it was open because it opens at 11 and I was there probably fit a quarter after, 20 after. Yeah. Nobody in it, dead. Yeah. Absolutely fucking dead. There was nobody there. Nobody people, in line. People are confused. Nobody doing anything else. But every other time that I've been, there's lines out the stations that take you a good 20 minutes to even get your order in, let alone wait. Let it's alone an interesting concept. Like, let's say that I love Park MGM, the, the casino, but I hate Italian food. I fucking hate it. They've got a lot of other options, but none of but them are... But what I'm are... saying is, is um, if I'm hanging out around that area and I'm not staying there, like, I want to get into the place by going... Come on in. But if you'd like to use our main entrance, you're going to fucking walk by Italian food. You're going to do it whether you like it or not. Okay. <laughs> I, wish, I wish you would have kept that rant on your side, not on mine, but that's all right. You're throwing no, off my group. You inspired awesome. it. You inspired it. It's a stoop. It's a stoop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the quick grab and go. I think I got this out, but I'm not sure because you cut me off. Uh, 
it's advertises as like grab and go food, but it's not. It's absolutely not that. That's number one, you, you can't grab it and go, and number two, you can't just eat it as you're walking because none of that food is set up for that. Right. Um, experience for the money. This is something a lot of times that I, I would give somebody credit for. Yeah, no, it's a miserable experience. You're, it's, it's especially you're just stressed out trying to figure out number one, where am I going to go? What am I going to get? And then where am I going to eat it at afterwards? It's just awful. You mentioned the on and off local discounts. I don't like that either. And the consistent lack of service. Yeah. It's so unbelievably slow. And like I said, when I went up to, to the pasta counter, they have this little refrigerated counter at the end of the pasta station that always had pasta in there that you could buy. There's a guy right there behind the counter working with fresh made pasta. I can see him doing it. <laughs> I stood there for at least seven fucking minutes. Like, you know he sees you out of the corner of his eye, and he's like, I'm oh, not he never, looking. I'm he not looking. never once looked up. He never came over. Nobody. Yeah. I even walked up to the front counter <laughs> where the woman in front of me. Start banging pants. Like, well, no, after there was somebody in front of me, and I don't know what the, they weren't even taking her order. Like, it was unbelievable. That's they when just, you grab one of those really annoying sound apps or something, just be like, Get everybody turn around, look at you, saying, I need some help. Right. <laughs> and not the mental kind. Does anybody work here? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, at the end of the day, I really wanted to love this. They've made it impossible to. It's terrible. It, it's, like I said, I've had food that I've really liked, but the process of getting what I've really liked has been. Oh, the experience is awful. Yeah, you're like, oh, like your food and it's isn't not good worth, enough for me to deal with right, what I have to deal with. It's not, the, what I've had that was good is not worth right. putting up with all of that again. So, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm done. A perfect example, uh, uh, Planet Dailies. Shitty service every single right. fucking time we go. Slow as hell. But the food is so good, you're like, I'll deal with it. Well, I'll you totally just, you fucking know going deal with in, it. Yeah. Yep. So perfect example of, yeah, you can be shitty at something. But you've, you've got to be able to deliver on the other end. You're just fucking up all over the place. And so so the, this story, my experience this week did have a happy ending. Because after I, I was, like, fuming rage at Italy from walking down there, I walked back to Cosmo. I ordered sec- a huge secret pizza for Mark. <laughs> and while I was waiting for that to cook, I went and sat down at Momofuku for the first time and ate there, which was fucking incredible. <laughs> And because I, I ordered pizza and ate at two Cosmo properties, I got five times points oh, that's for right. those. So the, uh, the day worked out really well. Nice. And now I know I'm not going to waste the walk. I will sure. just stay at Cosmo and rotate my little eating spots. I'll pick up a pizza or Hattie B's <laughs> for Mark to bring right. home. I get to eat some delicious fancy food. And I, I, I'm happy at Cosmo. It's Cosmo clever. is my happy place. It's clever. Well, that's going to do it for episode number 309. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Ignore the slurring part. <laughs> Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. That's it. Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well. That's on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen, where can folks find you in three hours? Uh, at the Pearl at Palms watching Jimmy <laughs> World. And then and then after that, or maybe during, I don't know. 
<laughs> At Caremark. Oh, sorry. Didn't realize that was what you wanted. <laughs> they just don't drink by me. So. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>